Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. Mr. Benny, how are you doing? How was the 4th of July? Hi there. They're all here. All 10. They're still here. No worries. No worries. They're all here. Good. That means we can do music. Yes. No, it was actually pretty, pretty nice. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have um, the kids or my kids this weekend. Um, we had uh, my girlfriend's kids. Uh, we still just had a great day. We actually went to Lake Taps. Uh, it's just a night here in Auburn area. Just kind of hung out on the lake for a little bit. Did a little lunch in the afternoon. Just kind of took in everyone else's purchases this year. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I had a great day. I spent it with uh, some good friends and mm-hmm. had good food. Mm-hmm. And then my, my master chef, my son, ah. brought over the best apple pie ah. in the universe. And Benny, I'm admitting it, I had two pieces. Well, good for you. <laughs> There's no admission. You, you probably deserve it. I did. And then okay. we watched the uh, fireworks display. And- good. It was a, it was great. So it was, it was real fun. We had lovely weather here. I hope everybody enjoyed their families and um, mm-hmm. got some of that goodness is That's what right. I call it. Hey, yeah. real fast. So what was probably the secret for the pie this year? Or was it even given out? Or do you think you oh. might know? Well, there could be, there could be two things. Okay. Could be two things. One? Um, number one was the love. Oh, That's well. always the first thing. Right, the love. Of but course. the second thing was that I had apples on the on the porch, and I had these, and they're not the usual apples that okay. he uses for the pie. And even he said, hmm, these, hmm, these apples, hmm, hmm. maybe. <laughs> so it's like a combination of things. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, good, good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and he always puts cinnamon and stuff like that in the pie, and I, I like it, cinnamon and nutmeg, right? Like it's, it's really a good apple pie. Yeah, it's really All good. Right. The, crust, the crust was like, oh, my goodness, how would you do that? <laughs> Sounds amazing. That's how you do it. So now that everyone's <laughs> drooling. Right? <laughs> yeah, get your own apple pie. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for quite a long time, almost 30 years. Find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. And uh, I do have a Reiki 2 class coming up this coming Saturday, July 8th. If you've taken Reiki 1, sign up. Come on out. It's uh, time to learn how to do some distance healing and things like that. My temple class for women will be July 22nd, which is what I call an auspicious day this month. It will be after the North Node goes into Aries. And it's also one kind of a sacred day. For women, you have to come to find out what that's about. And if you want to go to Egypt with me in November, I still have a couple of seats available, maybe three, maybe four if I stretch it. But if you want to go to Egypt, Egypt is calling many, many people right now. It is a sacred trip. It's a small group. We have our own private yacht. Yeah, we do. And uh, it's all uh, organized for you. All you do is show up. So send an email to ReikiOasis at gmail.com. I'll send you the information and you can talk to your heart and your higher guidance and find out if this is the trip for you. So July is such a big movement of energy. It is actually astrologically changing all kinds of things for the year. We are going to be moving, as I said, out of the Taurus North, 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 
north node <laughs> moving <laughs> into the aries north node and the libra south node <laughs> around july 20, 27th so we're coming out of that full moon in capricorn oh that full moon benny did you see that full moon by the way i yeah. did and you know uh, all capricorns will realize how important this is it's very important mm -hmm. and it's going to affect all all my capricorn friends my moons in capricorn mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. me too yeah 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 big stuff powerful moon we will we will not have another full moon in capricorn with pluto in capricorn for another 240 years yeah i'm okay so, with that yeah yeah you okay i'm okay with that yeah <laughs> okay. that's great so, well it's a little right. ways out i probably won't be around okay okay well, <laughs> not, yeah not in this form okay. anyway right that's that's true uh, but this is a huge cycle of completions endings cleansings beginnings and if you've been listening to me at all, you've heard me talk a lot about Pluto in Capricorn, Pluto, the cleanser, the Lord of the underworld, revealing to us the aspects of Capricorn in our world that do and do not serve us anymore. So this is big stuff. It's the outer planets. The outer planets move around government systems or any systems of power or structure globally that doesn't work. So it's being highlighted by the Capricorn moon right now. In our personal life, Capricorn is about our self-responsibility, the structures of our personal life and our routines. So what is your relationship mm. with personal responsibility? Mm -hmm. And are you on the right track? Are you following your purpose? Do you know what your purpose is? It's a good time to reflect on all of those aspects. And of course, this illuminating moon not only is a truth revealer, but it can help us release these old patterns that don't work for us or our planet anymore. Venus squared Uranus exact on July 2nd, but we're going to be feeling the energy of this until the middle of August. Venus will go retrograde at the end of July and will stay very tight in that square with Uranus. And when Venus is square, Uranus, Venus Venus rules our values, our money, our resources, our love, our love relationships, and the enjoyment of life. And Uranus is about freedom, independence, revolution, technology, innovation, the future, and breaking out of the box. So when the planet around <laughs> love relationships and enjoyment clanks up against the planet about freedom and independence, well, it's going to shake up your relationships, particularly if you're in a relationship or people around you are in unhealthy relationships of any kind, they're going to be affected. This might not affect people grounded in relationships. If you're in a love relationship where you're not feeling free, this will be an explosion of wanting to break free, wanting to get that independence. So um, it also ties into the Venus retrograde in Leo, which I've talked about before. Love life, relationships, what people want in love is a big theme this summer. Freedom and independence theme will carry through October on top of the North Node going into Aries. And Aries also represents personal freedom and sovereignty. Uh, me, I need to choose me now. 
It's not always selfish to choose me, by the way. Sometimes it is a act of love. So there's going to be a breaking away from relationships or a loosening up of them. And the values that may no longer serve us, patterns, physical possessions that we used to value and own, resources that no longer serve us are all going to be shook up a little bit. And the signs that are going to be affected the most will be Taurus and Libra. Venus rules Taurus and Libra, sun, moon, or rising in your chart. And also the Leos, because Venus will be in Leo. And Aquarius, because Uranus rules Aquarius. And Taurus, because Uranus is in Taurus. So the signs affected the most, Taurus, Libra, Aquarius, and Leo. Did I say all those right? Yeah, I did. Be aware of purchases during this time as Uranus can be somewhat sporadic or spontaneous without thinking things through. So be mindful of big purchases. Is it of value? Does it really bring you some kind of value? Just take a look at it. So squares are challenging aspects and they bring creative tension. Venus and Uranus are both imaginative creative signs. So sometimes you can do what's called an astrological remedy or a counterbalance to what's going on in the sky. And so some of the things that you can do is think outside the box, do something creative, do something innovative. <laughs> Not crazy, creative, innovative. If you're in a love relationship, maybe it's time to go back and spice it up or try to bring in some of that, you know, that spark, bring it back. And uh, maybe you need to take up a painting class or, you know, a, a, a Pilates class or something, you know, but try to shake your life up just a little bit. Don't get so stuck in your routine. Um, we're also entering what's called retrograde city. Retrograde city is where planets are retrograde. Retrograde planets are not necessarily bad, but they do make us take a look at things, go back and revisit things that are not taken care of. So right now we have Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. Neptune, Neptune moved retrograde in Pisces on June 30. And Saturn is retrograde in Pisces. So later on, we're going to have Jupiter, Venus, and Mercury retrograde. And so by the time September rolls around, September, everything is going to be retrograde except for Mars and Uranus. And so this is all about karma, planetary, and social changes. And so just pay attention to it. Keep yourself grounded, my dear friends, and recognize that it's just the astrological weather. And when you look outside and you see that it's beautiful and sunny, like it is here in Seattle today, then you know maybe you don't need to wear that winter parka, you know, unless you just like to. I don't know what to say. There it is. So lots of opportunities for change coming up. I can't think of a better day to have my wonderful guests on the show with me again. And I have two amazing women. They've been on my show before. We've decided to do a series of shows. And uh, so I welcome to the show Kate Montana and Robin Duda. In her book, Cracking the Matrix, 14 Keys to Individual and Global Freedom, Kate Montana explores the nature and presence of evil on this planet, how to see the anti-life force, understand its agenda, and learn how to break free of its controlling influence. 
And in her book, Kate introduced Robin Duda to us. Robin Duda is a minister of soul alchemy and the co-founder and spiritual director of the Sustainable Love Transformation and Training Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Robin's natural gifts were dramatically enhanced in 1990 by a powerful near-death experience, which awakened her to the vital importance of reintegrating lost or overshadowed soul parts. So join us today. We're going to have a really interesting, only, only, uh, who knows what kind of a discussion uh, around denial and solutions around moving the forces of mental and emotional suppression that keep us in denial. Denial. <laughs> denial. It's denial. I just think, <laughs> yeah, let's go to Egypt. Anyway, how are you, how are you two ladies? Welcome to the show. Oh, it's good to be back, Loretta. Thank you. I'm queen of denial. <laughs> <laughs> the hard thing about denial is you don't know you're in it. <laughs> what? what? If I'm not in denial, I would never deny that. <laughs> what? Oh. Thank you. That was so perfect. By the way, you, you're lovely in pink, both of you, ladies in pink. And, um, not and pre we didn't pre even text. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think uh, our... Our pink choices are to soften the energetic discovery of what you're not looking at and seeing and feeling in your own life. And I just, it's not easy to do that journey. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to have some kindness with it. Yeah. So um, let's just start by talking about the word denial because we were teasing our way into it. Um, what is denial? how does it happen where does it come from yeah it's a big question i'm letting you both kind of chew on it a little bit who wants to go first i can give yeah. some context i'm pretty now, good at context i love um, that mm -hmm. well you know when i wrote cracking the matrix which is about uncovering the interdimensional interference these invisible interdimensional forces that have influenced humanity for thousands and thousands and thousands of years um and then political agendas and all these different things i it's not so much that i had been in denial that that was going on i was living the american dream baby and i had no idea that it was a dream for real so it, it was really hard facing a lot of the truths that have, have revealed themselves to all of us in the last couple of years. Um, and I wanted to go in denial, like, no, it's not possible that my government is lying to me. It's not possible that I've been influenced. I thought I was being this really spiritual, you know, guru type person, you know, meditating a thousand hours and thousands of hours and getting out of my body and, and all of that. And then only to realize that so much of that was agen agendized to make me more vulnerable to external influences that out of my body and out there looking for God and a power outside of myself and truth outside of myself mm -hmm. was an agenda completely based in disempowerment for me and everybody else. So um, did I want to run back <laughs> into my old paradigm? Absolutely. Did I want to deny that it was possible? Yeah, because it... <laughs> 
you know, you know, that scene in the matrix when Neo wakes up and he's in his little slimy glass cocoon and he, you know, he blinks his eyes and he looks out over the, the rim and sees the, you know, the battering towers of all the human embryos. It's like, whoa, just put me back to sleep. Give me that blue pill. Um, but now's not, now's the time for the red pill. And so I'm wearing pink kind of red. <laughs> So that's that was my context for mm -hmm. coming out of whatever sleep state I was in mm -hmm. around so many different agendas and influences that I had no idea were in, affecting me 24/7 my whole life and then when I did crack the matrix and I and I met you know and I met Robin and started doing work with Robin you know doing the soul alchemy work um there had been so much trauma. I mean, and, and I've lived a blessed life, but, you know, we're all traumatized in this life to one degree or another. It's inevitable. And so many of the parts of me, child parts that had been damaged, that had been frightened, that had been ignored, shut down, abused, um, that, that I guess there was this, and Robin can address this, this you know, there's a certain level of psychic denial if you will you know the five-year-old me just couldn't couldn't handle that so it's the the split off of a soul part that goes and runs and hides and and you know but now as an adult and being aware of all these different influences and the truth of that there are split off parts of me that have been if you want to say maybe in unconscious denial wow what a big picture and you mm -hmm. know it's like all these little fragments finally coming together into an integrated loving whole <clears throat> and what a journey wow that was so well said wasn't that <laughs> that that was excellent. personal experience baby <laughs> yeah yeah but you hit on so many good points there and I, i'm thinking about what you said because uh childhood to me like we need to go all the way back and maybe even to the point of development within the womb talking about this there are these patterns right and I'm going to talk about energetic patterns, ancestral patterning, programming and conditioning, you know, the 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 matrix that we are born into where mm -hmm. um, no matter which way we turn, it's like, no, don't go that way, go this way, go that way, go this way. Right. And, um, you know, um, I appreciate, you know, the personal uh, opening, you know, because we are kind of opening the, the doorway between ourselves and our audience here. Mm -hmm. um, as a child, you know, coming in super sensitive and, and on, mm -hmm. speaking of myself, aware, awake, and entering into a world that no matter which way I turned was like, you, you it is not okay to be that way. You need to be this other way right? Yeah. Like th those things don't belong here. We live in a very confined 3D reality. You know, you know, you can't hear people's thoughts and you can't see uh, spirit beings and, and, and they don't exist, right? And so you have to stay within a confined uh, place. And, and it's like, um, it, it interrupts what I'm going to call our my own true love nature, which was coming in in this, in this love. Like, I just love you and I love you and I love the ladybug and I love the rocks and, and, you know, let's just love. And there's a vulnerability to that. You know, there's a uh, gullibility. <laughs> That's what I call it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you go along with the agenda because what else are you going to do? Right. What else are you going to do? 
how do you, how do you develop right that is such yeah. an interesting word the juxtaposition between going from vulnerability to gullibility because mm -hmm. that's what we've been trained to think vulnerability <clears throat> is gullibility you mm -hmm. stupid twit you, you know you're just so gullible you believe in love and softness and you think you can communicate with your dog it's like whoa and it, it just is such a talk about trauma and damage that's that initial slap across the child's psyche that they're so open and aware and i was so open and aware and then to have all that shut down and to be told that I was gull gullible to think in those things, that's that's really damaging. Yeah. Such, yeah. such beautiful sharing for how the actual mechanism of denial first starts in order to protect us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in psych psychological terms, um, ego defenses are needed, right? And in the way by which most of us have been understanding ourselves, it's through the lens of how we were raised. And then we either take it on completely and say, yeah, that's the reality I'm in. Or we sometimes polarize and say, no, there's nothing here for me. And either direction doesn't actually connect you to your truth. And as you were speaking, Loretta and, and Kate, about our, our beautiful, vulnerable hearts and sensitivities as children is innate. And what I've been um, seeing so much is the confusion between the multidimensional perception that is our nature that we have when we're young and then the inability to function with all of that because it's not validated right. so how does one survive when your reality isn't validated which is what loretta you're talking about in yes. case so we have to come into some kind of strategy to say no to that essential nature to function and survive <clears throat> in the old matrix. <laughs> this is why I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many of us that are actually realizing that this time of evolution of our earth, so many people are talking about the frequencies of the planet have changed. Whether you think of it in religious terms of, you know, the transformation and the release of, of the fallen ones or the new age movement or ancient prophecies from the the uh native americans what wherever your lens is we can all feel a sense that something new is happening in our bodies we're intolerant if we're on a spiritual path of self-love we are becoming intolerant of lies and conforming to the matrix of our minds of what we told ourselves we had to be, become, and games we had to play, roles we had to play in order to survive. That is actually being purged out of us, which is really dismantling a lot of ways of, of functioning. But if we go back to the denial piece, when we're young, we invite help to shut down. We are infinite spiritual beings from before we're born into this incarnation we're powerful <clears throat> so we want love from mom we want we want people to accept us so we go ike don't be like that no 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 so we invoke like i don't want to feel that way i don't want to speak that way i don't want to express my my emotional body that triggers my parents high levels of joy in a child we trigger trigger parents that have suppressed their joy so we then call these spiritual forces in and they're very real and then they lock in 
in our bodies and they participate with us to not feel, not express, not be ourselves. And these spiritual energies may or may not have negative intent. And that's what's kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes when folks do soul retrievals, the spiritual force that leaves is feels a little pot, you know, like a high frequency helper. But if something is not serving your nature, which is in connection to our earth and nature's principles or nature's way of healing ourselves, if the spiritual helper is not anchored in that allowance of nature's uh, rhythms and timings and healing processes, it becomes a negative high frequency energy. And so we get tricked. The angel took me out of my body when I was getting abused and I had to go silent. And this is what's been so challenging in these last, wow, well, for a long time for me, because I've been working with um, Twisted Light. But lately, it feels like so many people that thought their guidance was on track and spiritual helpers were really, you know, yeah, they're letting them go because there's been these confused, twisted relationships. Please keep me happy. I don't want to feel. Please take me out of my body. I can't handle this. And whenever we have done that, which is most of humanity, going to school, in the Western culture anyway, you know, we have these energies in our systems that are not us. And then if we're in relationship with people that really don't like our authentic self, holy moly. <laughs> yeah. Are, right how many so, people are in the relationship anyway <laughs> well and i i want to interject something there but you're probably going to say it um i i'm running into um a lot of a lot of my clients who are showing up with and they are talking exactly what you're talking about robin which is my guides are saying blah 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 and i'm very sensitive to what i call the tonality of the voice that you're listening to you know who are you listening to and they're being told don't you know don't uh you can't uh, connect with people or you have to pull away it's it's negative messages yeah. or it's blocking messages like you cannot you don't have the freedom to do that you have to do what we tell you to do and we're telling you you can only do this and i i am uh, i'll just i'm just gonna use the word horrified by that <laughs> We are uh, divine sovereign beings and we have it within us uh, power, right? We have connection, we have truth and, and love and essence. And to me, that disempowerment from that guidance is like, hmm, you know, and there might be many reasons for that. Like you say, if we empower ourselves and step into fully who we are, integrating all of our pieces, then we won't need them <laughs> right absolutely yeah. and i remember kate when you and i first started working and so many folks when they first come into saying yes i want to know who i really am it feels like you're literally breaking a cage of energy that has suppressed primarily all the emotional connection to your multidimensional knowing there's a, a break with trauma and when you get yourself suppressed young, where the emotional intelligence of your emotional body and the infinite intelligence of your sensing realm that's beyond the five senses, when they're, they're connected, 
where your emotional energy can feel and sense beyond the five senses and your nervous system can pick up on things in nature and your environment way before the mind. And so when the trauma happens and then you shut that down and then you open it up, it's literally like you're breaking out of a cage energetically of your own making, which is the good news, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you participated in it, but you didn't know what you were participating in, right, at the time. I was so, yeah, one of the things, and Robin has heard me say this, that shocked me just to the core was we were doing a session together, and I think I was five or I was seven, whatever, it was somewhere around that age, and I made the determination, seven, I made the determination that there was no hope for real family, no hope for real bonding, love, love bond connection, and that I didn't need it. And um, and the divorcing from any expectation of bonding, I've I've lived a very isolated life in a lot of respects. And I, I was blown away by the power of that decision because yeah. in the past I've looked at soul retrieval and oh, I'm you know retrieving child parts. And I had been very dismissive about child parts because mm. it was just a child, you know, like, well, whatever, I was just a child. And I, you know, in that one retrieval, I realized that, yes, I was an unlimited multidimensional being of great and infinite power making that choice at seven mm. as a seven-year-old and therefore without context and, and any understanding or emotional maturity or, or anything, but powerful as the day is long. And so I was like, I got off my high horse about dismissing child parts as just child parts Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. And that's locked me down for the rest of my life up until recently. And now it's the, all the gloves are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so we're having a great discussion. We are going to take a little station break because that's what we do. And um, everybody listening, we are talking about denial, but we're talking about so much more than that. And what are the uh, influences upon that and and what do we do about it so my guests today are the amazing Kate Montana and Robin Duda and of course this is Loretta Brown we're gonna take a break we'll be right back alternative talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming imagine your games being heard on local radio your team deserves the mvp treatment call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special that's 425-653-1150 energy is powerful it's all around us mysterious full of potential directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through reiki can change your life reiki master loretta brown has relieved stress sadness anger and even helped clients lose weight stop smoking and end sleep disorders worldwide people have sought out reiki oasis if you want help with your dis-ease visit reikioasis.com Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Norman, your health tip of the day from the African American Wellness Project. Infections like polio, smallpox, and measles used to be as common as coronavirus is today. But now we have life-saving vaccines for those and other diseases. Sadly, too many children still go unvaccinated. Choosing to delay or refuse vaccine 
puts your child and other children at serious risk. So talk to your child's doctor today about vaccines. And for more information, visit aawellnessproject.org. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show. I am Loretta Brown. Find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. All these shows are archived, and you can download them and listen to them over and over again at the archives for KKNW 1150 AM. We're on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, Megaphone, Twitter, YouTube, and probably a whole bunch of other places, too. Uh, my guests today, Kate Montana and Robin Duda, were talking about denial and how to get out of it. Hmm. Where do we want to go first, ladies? Hmm. Yeah. Good question. You want to go into the animal, the the denial of the yeah. Self? Let's yeah. Let's talk about that, and then we're going to talk about how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 along with all the other things that I've come to be aware that have been in my unconscious that have been shunted and denied is I've been trained to believe that animals were somehow less than, even though I'm a tenderhearted lover of animals, cats, dogs, horses, cows, chickens, pigs, you name it, there was always this subconscious programmed hierarchy where I was at the top and, you know, and then the cats and dogs and everything is un underneath me somehow and that I know better than them and, um, and have um, uh, whatever dominion over, yes, what the Bible says, I have dominion over them. And I recently lost my beloved cat, Lily, and it was a very long process of her passing and she had been a a, breed, a bred Maine Coon cat, a show cat. She didn't produce enough babies, so she was, you know, take she was given away to me. She was vaccinated and medicalized, and her babies taken and showed and done all this stuff to her. And she'd never had any sovereignty. And so when it came to her passing, I had to get over my stories and my denial of my own pain around her passing and really tune in and listen. And what she told me was that she wanted to pass her way. Took two weeks. You know, Peta would have been all over me. Um, but I let her pass her way. And it was it was graceful up until the very last. And then the body did its thing and, and she left. But what she taught me was how much I'd relegated nature and the animal kingdom to a lesser realm where well, I'll just euthanize you. I'll, you know, I'll just get this over with and I won't have to go through this. Whose pain am I trying to avoid? I'm <laughs> talk about denial, um, you know, projecting all of that onto my cat. And then I'm just going to do and inflict upon her my agenda yet one more time, agendizing the animal kingdom and, and nature. And I was, I was blown away by that overlay that projection of my own and it's like with lily passing and seeing her sovereignty all of a sudden all of life just opened up to me like mm -hmm. i'd never ever experienced before and it was like it was like the veils dropped and i'm like oh my god i live in an infinitely intelligent universe how many times have i written those words or spoken those words and yet didn't even know i was denying those words mm. So the veils are dropping big time and we're being given the opportunity for them to drop. Well, this, this idea around the animals, you know, um, has <laughs> been kind of a consistent theme um, 
at least for me, and I, I have been noticing the evolution of animal consciousness along with our own mm-hmm. on the planet. And sometimes I think they are the more advanced beings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, you know, I, I always see people with their dogs. Seattle's a big dog city. And of course, we've got lots of cats here too. But, you know, people are petting their their dog and I'm thinking the dog's going, they're there, human. It's okay. <laughs> you know, you can just keep breathing. You know, don't growl at people. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, hmm. yeah, and I think our connection with our animals is becoming stronger. Also, I think that it is part of where we're headed um, in an evolutionary sort of a way. Yeah. Dominion over them. Yeah. I was taught that too. Yeah. Interesting. And, well, if yeah. you think if you think of that conditioning of animal kingdom and then we're above it, what part of ourselves are we ruling that is innate or animal? Yeah. We've got this conditioning that says our animal innate earth nature is of the devil. Why did that serve the agenda? Because it turned us away from how our bodies actually know what is loving. Mm-hmm. And as I birth this new process of healing, the alchemical process between the nature's knowing of what is love, what sustains life, what is loving for life, what's toxic to life, that nature knows that. It acts it out 24-7. Animals act that out. Yeah. Nature's uh, principles is talked about with Jacqueline Hobbs a lot right now. But what what I'm watching is if we deny the innate gift of how our body tells us what is loving and what's not, then the agenda to control us and direct us into some other person's ideas of who we need to be, how we need to work on the planet, how we need to educate ourselves, how we need to behave, we then follow along because we don't have the communication that's innate in our bodies with our earth animal nature. And this aspect of our spiritual nature that is connected directly to the infinite God love in nature then gets cut off, which then keeps us in denial about what we feel, what we need, and how to take action based on self-love that's in integrity and sovereignty. And then if we're not connected to our true self, we're then placating and we're doing what people want. And they're saying, what do you want? Show up for me. What's your truth? Don't just please me, right? And we're going, well, 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 what do I really want? So to me, your your breakthrough, Kate, oh, is so much about reconnecting to your body's power to tell you the truth about yeah. what is your journey? What is your, what is nourishing? Yeah. And, and to me, that has been front and center for us. Yeah. in our lives what is actually nourishing our children what is what is not an idea of science but what is the gift of science to help us understand our nature help us understand uh being connected to each other and so when science or any mental process is used to disconnect us i say hmm that's not serving love in a belief system that disconnects us yeah. Like I'm being loved means that I will put my pet down so that she won't suffer. But that's a story. But what I had to do was go beneath the story and hook into my feeling nature, my body connected to 
her intelligence that could then receive her intelligence. And, and there are animals that would ask you to put them down and it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It, so it's not so it, much that, that the choice not to put an animal down is not a love or not love choice. It's right. listening. It's right. listening. That's the whole point. She may yes. have said, yes, please, I'm done. Help me. And I, I would have, but I had to be quiet enough and listen enough and in my mm. body enough to receive mm. that message. Ah! Yeah, but that that getting quiet to receive that message, I think, is the point. Yeah. Um, because it is the connection or the recognition that there is a consciousness over there, that that is not just a quote unquote animal. It, right. it is a living, breathing, you know, being, and it can communicate with you. And like you say, Robin, it isn't right or wrong to do it. It's just about that connection, that communication. Hmm. Um, I'm also thinking about what you said earlier about you know, we have the part of us called the reptilian brain. You know, we do have instinctual knowledge and a and a wisdom in our body. And I always tell people, you know, your body is not lying to you. It just doesn't always know the truth. Like, for instance, if you're in pain or you're bothered by something, it will just say, hey, I'm in pain. I'm bothered by something. I need water. I don't like that. I like that. Right. It's very childlike in that way but there's a wisdom in that to be able to mm. listen to that and to know what that is um as a child uh, as a child i went through a lot of trauma as a child and and i probably came out knowing how to dissociate just fly out the top of my head right i'm gonna fly away that's what i'm gonna do and i'll just come back to the body later after everything's all settled down so somewhere along the line, I began to do some specific work with sound and frequencies. And I will never forget the first day that I ended up back in my body and I was hearing things differently and I was disoriented. I was dizzy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out what was doing. I couldn't stand up straight. And the person I was working with said, so you are inside your body. And I went, oh my goodness, I am. I'm in my body. And yeah. it start, catapulted me on this whole journey and was really at the beginning, about 30 years ago, when I began to get into this work and uh, recognized how to listen to that part of myself to allow my gifts to emerge. And it's been a long, long journey of working with all the aspects of myself. And, you know, Rob and I recently did a session with you, thank you very much, where we accessed a, a, a small part of myself around the age of two mm -hmm. who was saying I am I I want to fly I don't know why I can't fly <laughs> and, and integrating that part but I wanted to share this because you know we do this work and there's 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 different ways to do this um, to work through this denial and and to get yourself what I call back online but once you do that your external world begins to shift. And I was sharing with Robin before the show that just in this little bit of time since I worked with her, I am noticing that not only am I showing up a little bit differently, but the people outside me are showing up for me differently. And um, it's great. So your external world is definitely a reflector yes. of what's going on. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's <clears throat> probably the core principle of after my near death that I was shown is that everything is a mirror of the frequency and consciousness that has been internalized that we are feeling and experiencing. 
and which is a little different understanding than we create our reality from thought it's actually a huge difference because we're speaking about a multi-dimensional being that has a holographic experience and then everything is showing up in an image or a reflection in our life that is showing us this multi-dimensional nature but if we don't know that's who we are and how the universe plays out the reflection of consciousness then we just are like ooh ooh i don't like that i like this i don't know and we don't know how to love the parts of ourselves yeah. that are being reflected in these in these movies and we make the movie wrong we deny the movie we deny the movie the movie yeah you're you're the one that didn't meet my needs you're the one that never loved me right so when i had two failed marriages that was when I had to ask my ask the deepest question, and one was right after my near-death experience, and I was told that everything is a reflection. So I went into deep, coming out of denial, I said, who is he in me? And this was the path of my freedom, from feeling like a victim to my outer world. And that took me six years of deep, deep internal work with lots of other other folks that were asking the same question that realized, you know, it's not about trying to fix the outer, but we have to take action appropriately when something's out of alignment, but we have to realign here and take action. You know, abuse cannot be tolerated on the in the outer world anymore. You can't heal if abuse is continuing. So just to turn in terms of just being willing for your listeners, if you are in a relationship or if you keep having a pattern of money issues or if your home is falling apart or if you can't ground in a home, the kind of questions to ask isn't like directly like one on one. Who is this person in me like I needed to do with my ex-partner? But it's what is the consciousness that this is showing me that I'm vibrating? It's not always like a direct mirror, like my husband was exactly who I am. There was an aspect of me that was in the African lineage that was a slave that he was reflecting, that was a brilliant musician. So as I integrated that, I came out of denial of my own rage, of my own abuse. I started healing my own abuse, not only myself inflicted, but, but parts that had abused in lifetimes and unkindness and cruelty in my own birth family that I had completely like ah la 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 yeah and it was shocking because uh knowing very few people could address it with compassion and and then I had a series of years that I blamed and I hadn't worked that piece out which was very painful you know so I had to get out of the blame to heal the denial to see yeah. myself and heal who they are in me. And to me, Loretta, this is why the culture is waking up like this. We have to take responsibility for what we're seeing out here. As light love beings that are infinite intelligence and grounded on this earth, why did we come? We came to shift the dynamic that we are allowing to abuse and harm this earth and each other. That's up to us. And we could point fingers at the shadow all day long, but if we don't move it, it's going to keep going. So that's, that's my big. 
No, I, I love denial. I love that. Uh, thank you. I, I could feel that and the honesty of that and and the goodness of that, really. You know, we have to share our stories because they're real. We've experienced it. And, you know, once you once you go through it, you create the medicine for the rest of the world. That's it. And what you said, breaking free or changing or shifting, you use whatever vernacular you want, but we are the ones that are here to make these changes. Yes. And there is something about when we have been in denial or we have been programmed, conditioned, or we're affected by these other dimensional beings, whatever it is, we are the ones that continue to keep it going. Right. And when we unlock that and realize that we are our own <laughs> imprisoners, we we <laughs> we are our own tormentors at some level and we go, oh my goodness, um, it's not that out there anymore. It, it It's me in here and this change here will change that out there right and that consciousness so anyway. and i just want to connect this to kate if i may yes because because kate you were so drawn to look at this issue more universally and and give it context mm -hmm. and um what i so appreciate about your, your your book kate is that the interdimensional forces that have caused slavery human slavery they're ancient They've been developing these strategies so human infinite source can be used because they can't connect to infinite source of love. And I, I really, really want to help people understand this because the other way they twist us up is I'm really screwed up. I'm at fault. I'm really, you know, dysfunctional, you know, borderline personality disorder, depression. We get a label we blame ourselves and then we don't understand that these dimensional energies that want us enslaved they have an agenda they do not want us free they have coupled yeah get more therapy go on prozac yeah get more drugs you got pain take care of it numb it out and pain is the doorway for your your complete liberation it is the door in in your body so i don't want people to what, what I'm realizing so much is so much of my struggle was connected to these interdimensional forces. And it wasn't really me, but I agreed that it was for a, for a bit of time. And um, I think this is the time in our world yeah. that we get to claim back that we are love beings and we are here for freedom. And that's what it's all about for me anyway. And I'm so moved that you've invited me here and we can keep sharing like this. And Kate, you put this book out there that's not an easy read, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the whole, wow. the whole gig is that we've been, we do those forces work for them because we're the ones that take on the guilt, the mantle of guilt and wow. shame and badness and wrongness and then that's the frequency that drags us down and that's there it the is game. that's the whole game right there we do the dirty work we sink our own ship so to take yeah. to and they help us very well <laughs> they help us along <laughs> yeah yeah well that's so well said um because i'm thinking that how many people self-sabotage, but yeah, they also beat themselves up. We do not need to be doing that anymore. No. We we do not need to send ourselves a criticism and judgment and negative energy because we need to be lifted up. 
And so the lifting up of each other, like I got goosebumps, I can feel that. And I just think, you know, uh, yeah, the three of us just join our hearts and just beam that love to the world right now. Just, ah, you know, like that. And then I also am thinking to myself, we're, we're so appropriately timed. I am going to say this. If anybody out there, if you have a chance to see the new um, uh, Sound of Freedom movie, uh, please go see it. Um, it is um, uh, about sex trafficking. I'm letting you know it's a difficult subject. But it is time for us to pull the blinders off of our eyes and to stand up and shake it out. And, 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 you know, and I think that it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. The world that we're headed toward is amazing. And we're the ones that are here to do that. So that amazing world is inside us. <laughs> oh, and, and Kate, Kate, and I've shared this and Loretta, thank you for bringing that movie up. Most of the learning that I've gone through wasn't from getting someone to teach me how to do this. It was listening to people that were sex trafficked in satanic cults and then and then in different environments of severe torture programs. So I was like, how is love going to heal this? And this is where I got educated that these energies are affecting all of humanity. Yeah. This is just a, a honed in example of how they torture children so they can use them i mean it's just i don't know about the movie yet i mean i've heard about it but it is real the disassociation and traumatizing our human self away from our nature is the strategy of disembodiment so we can be used and uh this movie probably goes into that so we have less than a minute oh. Close, closing remarks very quickly each of you and where can people find you uh, Kate, KateMontana.com, Cracking the Matrix. Um, I'm just loving this conversation because isolation has been my gig and now this is about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I would say absolutely when you're recognizing that you are, are not seeing yourself in your reflections, get a witness, start getting support. Do not try to do any of this alone. Stop blaming yourself get a coach uh, a witness a love being that can start to help you accept what you haven't loved in yourself and accepted in your life so you can bring more connection to yourself and with others yes and, and um sustainablelove.com sorry yeah sustainablelove.com yeah, right and i want to remind people that both robin and i do sessions we do work with people and please check us out. I'm Loretta Brown. You can find me at ReikiOasis.com and at the radio station. And, and ladies, in the last 10 seconds, please breathe into our hearts, join, and just send out, bathe the world in all the love and the hope and the faith and light up. I want everybody to allow themselves to be who they're truly meant to be. Truly, truly, we need all of you. Let's do this. I'm ready for a love dance. Woohoo! <laughs>